Do you struggle with a dry, dull, tangled, or itchy beard? Maybe you find little beard hair curls all over the bathroom sink. Have you found that most beard products are too greasy, don't soften your beard, or smell bad in general? If this is you, there is a simple solution to your problem. If you are looking for a change and to level up your beard game, then you need to try Nine Hair Co. Beard Products. These products were created for men of color, all natural and organic premium oils for maximum quality. Nine Hair Co. products will nourish, protect, and soothe your beard and skin. The beard oil is designed for clean shaven to medium beards, while the beard balm is designed for medium to thick beards. Both products relieve itching during growth, adds moisture, and promote shine. Can you use beard oil and the beard balm together? Absolutely, yes you can. For more information on leveling up your beard, click the link for 9hairco.com in the description box below. Radio show ATL, the aftermath, the interview segment that I'm, I keep saying, I hope you need it in your life because we keep making them and folks keep showing up. But uh, the best part about people showing up is that you get to collaborate with friends and that we got Zeno from the ZZ Talk podcast. Zeno, you're back on your home away from home. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Always glad to be back on. Yes, sir. And it's funny because a lot of people don't know about your background outside of, you know, doing the show, but this fits right into it where we have someone who's essentially someone who's uh, an IT specialist who's building up an app. Quentin Carter is the guest today. So he's building out a better uh, the app called Better Life, where it's essentially trying to build out exactly what the, uh, the title says, a better life. So how do you feel about talking to young Quentin? Wait, you mean my job is not a professional TV watcher? Uh, <laughs> no, uh, yes, it, it is uh, in line with what I do. Um, I'm also in the cybersecurity space, so looking forward to the conversation. It's always um, good to speak to um, young folks that are getting into into the space. Absolutely. So uh, a lot of knowledge. A lot of things that uh, to be learned from this conversation. So let's uh, bring Quentin in and let's have said conversation. You are now listening to the radio show. People who yeah. work abroad for business mm-hmm. purposes. Sixteen, you don't have to keep this in there. In well, you probably won't, but. I assume that's what it was because I've always seen like African people use it to call their family back in Africa. That's, so I do that's that's staying in. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, the radio show ATL the aftermath. Another great interview we got lined up here and we got hanging out with us entrepreneur Quentin Carter. Quentin, how's it going, man? Thanks for making the time to come on the show. No problem, man. How's it going? I'm glad to be able to be on here. 
For sure. We got some questions for you to get into your background and just, you know, sort of have a deep dive into the things that you're looking to do. So uh, starting out with the world of cybersecurity, can you tell us how you got interested in that and what type of process it takes to, I guess, learn the ins and outs of being in cybersecurity? Oh, OK. So, so yeah, that's a, um, that's a good question. I I cybersecurity actually not to go. Um, I'm a physics physics major, so I, I mostly dive into the physics world. But as we know, you know, it's 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 definitely a digital world now. Um, and back a couple years ago, I did some coding um, in a physics like a physics project with one of my professors. And after that, I met this student who was similarly into the same thing. And he was really into cybersecurity. He was like, you know, man, we you have to get on this. And it's like, it's the most demanding thing right now. Um, so I kind of looked into it. And then after that, I was like, I'm, I'm really interested in it for the simple fact of just the skills. It's very demanding and I'm definitely into very challenging things. So I already had some background and some coding. So that's all that always helps. If you know anything about cybersecurity, you don't need to have a coding background to get into it. But if you do, that always definitely helps. So I already had a little bit of a coding background. And I don't know if you're familiar with the Google certificates and the certificates online. Um, so I got into that and I started doing them and I when I completed it, at that point, we were already working on the project that we're working on now. So, you know, I didn't really go much further into that, but those skills did help me with, you know, the project and the application that we have going on now with my team. Okay, got you. And and speaking of that, where you bringing up the project and the app that you're working on now, so you're in the process of, I, I, I guess I say, and you correct me if I'm wrong, creating the app or at least in the process of beginning that so can you speak to what exactly this app is going to do and what are you looking to um do once you launch fully launch the project right yeah yeah so it's it's called it's an app called better life um and it's basically when we when we were sitting down and, and just you know thinking of it like i take on I don't, I don't know if you're very familiar with um, physics and just like being a physics background, it's just a lot of critical thinking, especially something like theoretical physics. So I handle a lot of the conceptual things. I handle a lot of the just the ideas and just like, OK, once we put this into the world, what do we want it to do? And and like just just the overall creation of it. So we're basically when we were sitting down talking about it and just before it was even an idea, we were just trying to trying to like configure something that's going to be better for society, uh, something that's actually going to be helpful, not something that, you know, we, we're just going to create and, you know, not try to make just another book or something that we can create and just possibly not make an impact you know just we wanted something that's going to make a big impact i have a question clinton um and it's, i didn't mean to interrupt it's just i wanted to piggyback on something you had said earlier and mm -hmm. you know don't you don't need to give away any trade secrets or anything proprietary 
Uh, but I did, you know, hear you say about uh, wanting to create something that um, is more granular, like caters to the user and like what they need and to like, to help their mm -hmm. productivity. But um, part of me, when I hear, okay, it's it's more specific to the user, my mind goes to you know the having to utilize the user's data. So um which you know most apps do i mean have you ever had like an anecdote where you're talking to someone about um baileys and all of a sudden you see an ad for baileys right so it's it's happening at all times but um the question i have for you is is that something um at this point in your uh, development process is that something that you guys are well, taking into consideration yeah yeah so yeah we definitely have taken that into consideration that was actually my first like one of my first very first concerns and so we have a it, i you know i kind of my goal is to really focus on one thing and, and get too broad because if we get too broad i believe we we would lose you know our audience our target our target audience and we don't want to we don't want to introduce it too broad but when we talking about user data we i wouldn't say we're using it the same way that it's been used before and, and that's why i was saying that i i, I don't really want to disclose you know any of that but uh because we're working on on different things in that nature you are now listening to the radio show probably heard we ain't in the prisoner taking business we into killing Nazi business. And cousin businesses are booming. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Quentin, can you tell, uh, you know, I, we heard, I've heard you mention your team a couple of times, you know, uh, during the explanation of some of your answers. Uh, can you tell us, you know, about your team and how their assistance helps you to, you know, continue to keep this whole project going? Yeah, yeah. So, um, actually, they, you know, want I would I would want to disclose like their names and things, but they asked me not to. But um, for whatever reasons, don't ask me. But basically, I I I would say that I more so take, like I stated before, I take the uh, conceptual role, just like the uh, creative ideas and things of that nature. You know, and and I do have a background in you know in software and things of that nature, so I I kind of take that role, and then one of my other colleagues is really good with software coding and things of that nature, and then one of I wouldn't even say one of I would probably say the biggest help though uh, is AI. Um, today AI is. It, the the rate at which it's improving is it, i mean it's magnificent and it's i would probably say it's it's done about 60% of the work that was needed to be done um the other partner we have just does marketing and and things of that nature um social media but it's really only two main guys and I'm one of them. And I kind of, you know, kickstarted it. And with the help of AI, you know, our, te our team isn't that big. We do want to expand our team. 
Um, so in, in the process, we would like to expand it. I would I would like to gather more creative people, you know, because I feel, you know, not just being um, skillful in something, but also being creative and being innovative, I think we'll be able to make this a very different experience than we have before. I feel like uh, I feel like a, a crossroad that people run across is you know, they don't have very many innovative people, you know, it's just, it's, it's a lot of very skillful people. And then they, they specialize in, you know, whatever skills they have, but who is specializing in innovating, who's specializing in, in creating. So we, we do want to bring in more, you know, creative, I, well, we consider them creative directors, but just people who are coming in to create and innovate and who are, who are wanting to, you know, think outside the box and take it to the next level, you know, because that's, that's kind of what I really pride myself on doing. And then the people who just want to focus on, you know, their specific skill set, that's fine. But I feel like the, the, the true value is, is in the ones who are able to, you know, take, take the process somewhere we never thought it would go. And this is, it, it kind of um, bounces off of your statement about, you know, it's it's good to be good at what you're good at, but then um, you also need someone to be good at, I guess, maybe being outside the box or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, this also goes back to something you said prior um, with regards to, uh, how did you put it? Um, but uh, um, connecting people with, you know, what they need to like be more productive and whatnot. My question is, is there a worry about maybe getting people too pegged in to, to their own niche and not, you know, because um, from my perspective, I feel like um, we are maybe too siloed into the things we already like and it's it's a little harder for us to see outside of ourselves so is, yeah. is there some consideration towards our, like, how do we both give people what they want and yet connect them with something that's oh, outside of their norm yeah yeah so um yeah that was actually uh one of my one of my concerns as well and I, i'm i'm actually i'm glad you brought that up because yeah so you know and then that kind of touches on the, the when I was talking about perspective, I, I believe I would I wouldn't say, a, you know, I don't want to say a problem, but I, I believe, uh, you know, something we run across today in today's Internet. Uh, if you talk, uh, well, I'm I'm about 20, I'm about 21. And, you know, if you, t you talk to the normal 21 year old, you know, I've I've spoken to many, many different, um, you know, kids my age or you know, young adults, and you have these groups of people. And, and I, I, like I said, I believe that touches on misinformation, because you have these groups of people who are on totally different sides of the internet, right? It's, it's, it's like, it's like, um, it's like, it, it's everything scattered, right there, you know, so you, like you said, there's, there's too many people like, just in their niche, right? And then they're not really, you know, being able to, you know, say like, okay, this is my niche, but what's going on over here? And, and, and like, what's, what's going on over here? 
you're right like the internet is 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 huge but the normal person isn't running across the whole internet the normal person or you know if say if you get on a social media app you're not running across everything on that app you're just essentially you know running across whatever your niche is or you know the people you follow and things of that nature so the way in which we felt like we could tackle that is you know kind of organize it organize it all and like we said it's very user friendly so if if the user is like you know okay this is my niche you know and this is what i'm what i'm into but like let me go over on this side of the internet right or or let me see what's what's going on over here what 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 news is going on over here or what's trending on this side and not just like oh what's trending in sports like no a, a more very 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 detailed version of it you know and it's like you we we on the app we call it joining a world right because essentially we feel like you're joining someone else's world you know like if if someone is on a different side of the internet and they're receiving a certain type of content this content kind of makes them believe that this is this is the truth right this is what's happening in the world and like i said you know misinformation you know at times yeah. perspective is very big on that because you know someone can post something from a whole nother side of the world have it mean something totally different but once it, it's put out into the internet however it's received is how it's received right yeah. so it's, it's content that uh, reinforces one's belief one's beliefs you know so if you already believe something that content is just going to make you believe it more exactly more right and, right and we're not we're not truly seeing for one we're not we're not seeing what the the true purpose of whatever was put out there was for like you know if i post something and it to me it means this you know unless i truly explain everything that's going on this you know the whole situation right no one's gonna truly know just like um the normal person you know you hop on social media and you know you just want to post what what people want to see you want to post what's good right so we have we run across that problem of you know people saying hey everything that people post on the internet is just what they want people to see or you know it's i don't want to say it's a it's a facade but it's more so of you know in this light of everything's okay or in this light of making everything look a lot better than it is you know mm -hmm. so we're not we're not truly truly receiving i don't even want to say the truth like because i like with perspective mm -hmm. there are different truths it's the uh disneyfied truth if you will exactly one yeah. anecdote always means is that, you know, you take 30 pictures uh, and it's the best take that gets on Instagram. Right. She's the other 29. Right. It, exactly. Exactly. So, and, and I believe that's not in just, you know, posting pictures. That's in posting blogs, you know, posting. I mean, we, we see it throughout text texting, right? Like we can text and we can mean something, right? In, in text, we can't take into account tone. And I mean, unless we are doing like a voice memo which 90 percent of people usually don't use you know unless we're taking into account tone and perspective and in into that text which we can't do you know we can put a text out unless we completely you know say hey this is what we mean or we got to explain it perfectly it can be taken into a whole different light right yeah so the 
like I said, we we felt like we could, we could tackle that. Like that's that's perspective, right? So how can we, you know, how can we show perspective, right? We we were like, well, if we have our users, they're they're controlling their experience, right? But they're able to join a different world and see how these people are are you know controlling their experience and, and the perspective in which they mean it. And then at that point, something that may be say if it's if it's a topic of conversation or or something big has happened on the news, right? If you have these these different areas, you know, of the internet, they they all might be taking that one situation totally different, right? They they're taking it in totally different avenues depending on where you're from, you know, the country, um your culture, just things of that nature, right? They they're all that information or that that content that they're getting is is all being taken in a, in a totally different light, right? But if people are able to just see how people are taking it into this light, like how can we show that perspective? How can we show like the way in which other people are receiving it? So if you join this world and you're a viewer in this world, right? You're not you're not controlling the experience, but you're able to just sit back and say, okay, okay, these how this is how these people were, you know, taking this, whatever's going on, or or this is how their world looks, or, or this is how, you know, they're interacting with each other, right? And, and in that sense, we're, we're able to kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not, not, not yeah. even connecting, but maybe Broaden. understanding. Broaden the users' views. Uh, yeah, point of view on things. It, yeah, exactly, exactly. We're you know just broadened views and you know just helping them being able to understand different types of people. So if it's a if it's a user, you know, let's say it's it's user friendly. It's very extremely user friendly. I, I mean, I want to emphasize that because you know that's that's what we're our whole goal of this. It's it's extremely user friendly. So everything that's Put into account is strictly for the user so if you run across other people in your essential world quotation you know they are they basically have not i don't want to say they have the same views but the reasoning for them you know trying to be productive or whatever they're whatever they're trying to get out of being on the app whatever they're trying to get out of it it's very similar to yours so not saying in, that you guys think the same, but you're basically in the same world. Like you're, you know, you're taking you're taking things that way, or your train of thought is very very similar, right? You're you're kind of on the same side of the internet, right? So a, as of right now, say if we're on you know Twitter, like as formerly known as Twitter X, right? If we're if we're on X, right, and you have someone who has this algorithm and they're, they're seeing the content, you know, there, there's someone else on that app that's not seeing none of the content that you're seeing. I mean, it's the same with TikTok, right? Like you, you're not seeing all of the content. You're just seeing the, the, the one that kind of fits your algorithm, right? The one that kind of, you know, fits. And, and it's not, people don't even do it purposely. It just happens, right? It's like, they're not, they're not controlling the content that they're receiving. I mean, you can if you truly know what's going on, but they're not truly contr controlling the content that they're receiving. So if if we're able to be able 
to say, okay, you can have this algorithm or you can fit into this kind of this side of the internet, but at the same time, you're able to kind of step out and say, okay, this is my side of the internet and this is how they are receiving it and this is what's going on. But over here, we're talking about the same thing, but you know, they're taking it a totally different way. You know, it's being influenced a totally different way, right? I, I believe now that's we're we're not that's that's not available, right? And 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 like I said, that goes into perspective as well. It's like okay if i if i post a video it it may be for my followers and then they're going to take it a certain way but if someone from the other side of the internet stumbles across it right they they may be out of the loop of what's what's really going on right but what if they were able to just you know view okay what's been going on in the, in this world or or why is this trending or you know why why is this like a topic of concern then uh, we believe that that not only would make the user friendly experience better, but like I said, the goal was, OK, how could we use this to not only, you know, make an app, but do something that's going to be impactful. You are now listening to the radio show ATL. I've got a couple of other questions and I don't want to take up all the time, 16, but just no, well, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one. Okay, I guess the first question, and you know, this is it's important, right? Because um, you're a young entrepreneur. Uh, you and your friends, who shall not be named. Um, <laughs> it's 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 uh, one guy. It's one. No, no, no. So, um, but uh, I was just kidding, of course. Um, but um, uh, you, you and your friend, you're, you're taking taking this leap, which is, you know, it's a great thing to see young entrepreneurs um, trying things out and, and all that. Um, the goal um, towards the end of this, would, would it be fair to say that the goal would be to for, for it to be a profitable business and monetized? And if, if that is fair to say, how do you see this being monetized? Um, in, in what ways? Would it be to sell to to a bigger company, would it be to would it be ad revenue? Um, what how do you see it being monetized? Yeah, so um, essentially, I started something called. So I, I'm a when I, when I was growing up, um, or you know, I'm still kind of growing up. But when I was in high school, I was really into uh, physics. And I got into particle physics, right? And you know, when you're in high school and you're thinking about, you know, what are you gonna do when you get in college? You're essentially like, okay, where, where, what are the jobs, or you know, like how, like you say, make this. Can I? How can I make this profitable? You know, how can I, you know, make a living off of doing this? And and one of the big problems I ran across was just, you know, it's it's very, it's, you know, particle physics or just theoretical physics or just physics in general. If you major in physics. There's there's only a certain there's only certain things you can really do with it, and that's a big problem that I ran across. You know, is if you're a researcher or you know maybe a, a tutor or a teacher or something in that nature. Um, so with me, with that being said, I essentially I I want to be able to do research and things, but I kind of like a, you know it's all about creativity. I I want to be able to create. And, and be able to think out of that box and not really have those constraints. So that's when I started um, Carter Tech. 
And essentially what Carter Tech does is we basically take on ideas, you know, push it to the point where it's something, like you said, either we can sell or it's monetizable or profitable, right? And then at that point, I don't want to say it's off of our hands, but, you know, we're, we're like, we're innovating again. Like, we're, we're on to the next thing. So at that point, you know, it, from, the, from the start of that, which was about nine months ago, maybe almost a year now, um, you know, I was like, okay, so what, what's, what's going to be the, the first thing? And I was like, well, I could use myself in the, as an example, or, you know, I could kind of create something and say, okay, so this is Carter Tech, right? And this is something we've innovated. And now we, we either want to sell this or, you know, we'll have a little piece of it, but we, we want it to be controlled or we want to kind of take the load elsewhere you know somebody can take over it because essentially the whole goal is innovating right it's research and technology we want to innovate we want to create so the, the whole goal is truly just being creative and innovating um the last question i had was um veering back to um your the, the thing you mentioned about you know misinformation proliferating on the internet and all that stuff and um, allowing people to see the full picture or other perspectives. Um, is there is, is there going to be a component for, I suppose, content moderation, right? Because sometimes content moderation re reaches that point of like, when does it infringe upon like free speech? But then you also want to make sure that people who are just going to spread misinformation for the sake of spreading misinformation are moderated. So how do you guys foresee um, moderating content? Um, is that something where it's like, you know, it's, it's a free for all or mm. will there be some component of content moderation? Yeah, yeah. So um, to take that in, into account, basically since it's a user controlled experience basically not saying we're going to know everything about the user but the user won't be able to just put content out that's not helpful or that's not productive or isn't you know completely fitting the niche or wherever they want to put the content out. You are now listening to The Radio Show. I, I guess I'll go next while we wait on him. This is kind of, this is like low-key motivational. So y'all just stay with me, okay? Okay. Y'all ever had somebody that like wanted you to fail? Like just didn't want to see you be successful? Mm. And then... You kept grinding and kept grinding and doing what you had to do, and then you made it where you wanted to go, and you kind of just got to turn around and kind of show off like, "Hey, I did this." You doubted me, you know what I'm saying? Well, that happened to me. You know, I had a struggling fantasy football team. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God, I thought this was real life. 
this is real life. I'm sorry. I apologize. But continue. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Info with that. And so, Quinn, just a, you know, so that's a lot of information that was shared in between then. And I can tell that, uh, you know, Zeno and I work together on a regular basis because, you know, where my head was headed with the with the questions, he he went there already. So for people who want to be able to keep up with your journey as you're building out this uh, this this concept, this idea, where can people find you as far as social media, things of that nature so that they can follow your journey and what you're doing and what you're documenting. Yeah. So, um, you can follow us on Instagram, uh, Carter X tech, and then on Instagram, better life. You can follow better life on Instagram as well. Uh, we're working on the other social media platforms. We're trying to make sure when we do, you know, get it out there, we want to kind of have the content that we want out there and we want it to be, um, I don't want to say I'm a perfectionist, but we want it to be like to the point where I'm like, okay, you know, this is this is good. This is good enough. And that's that's kind of hard for me. But yeah, Instagram and we also um, are about to launch on Kickstarter. So you Carter X Tech or Better Life on Kickstarter as well. And we're we're about to launch on there. We're currently in our pre-launch. Very excited about that. Um, and then we'll be going to probably other crowdfunding as well. Um, so yeah, as of right now, mostly Instagram, but we will be branching out. Okay, very good. Because I know that's an important part of the uh, the process is getting a following. That word of mouth of course, is of is invaluable, especially in today's you know day and age. With that, so um, we would uh, want to, as far as the show goes. Uh, for sure, keep up with what you have going on, you know, see where you're at and, you know, five or six months or so as you move along and we can have further conversation where you can speak on how much further you've gotten from when we spoke the first time. But um, we definitely appreciate it, appreciative of the not just the time today, but the knowledge of what you have as far as someone who is working not just with cybersecurity, but the building out of a, a app and just everything that it entails yeah. so um, oh yeah thank you thank you yeah i, I kind of got into cybersecurity because i i just thought it was really cool <laughs> so yeah i hope that's not like you know no it's definitely something that's needed it's definitely something that's that's needed out here and like i said as you build your endeavor i'm pretty sure that your app is going to fit into that something that is well needed as well so um Again, a great uh, conversation with Quentin Carter, up and coming. Next thing you know, you're gonna be seeing him. You know, they're gonna be talking to him on on the news. You know about how he went from hey, this just became a concept. And next thing you know, you're a billionaire. So we're waiting on that to happen for you. Well, you know, like like I said, it, it's not about you know being a billionaire or you know, whatever. But you know, hopefully, it, it's it's impactful enough to the point where that's you know even a, a like a thought. You know, so. And that's all it's about. I just truly enjoy, you know, creating and just innovating and, you know, putting stuff in, into life. So Nice. Nice. So, um, again, you know, we're appreciative of the time and we are looking forward to further conversation with you where you are in the future, for sure. You are now listening to The Radio Show.
listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, Zeno, we're back here on the aftermath. We just had a conversation with Quentin Carter, uh, up and coming young entrepreneur, building out his application. Um, I'm sure that he was speaking because some of that stuff's over my head, man. I don't know much about that. You know, I know about VPNs, I know about my internet connection. Some of that stuff was over my head, but does he sound like from you being an expert in this, he sounds like somebody who knows what he's talking about. Um, yeah, I will say that a lot of his focus was uh, less on the security side of things um, because uh, the app seemed more focused about um, user, uh, I guess, oh, what's it, what's it, user improvement or user um, ease of like use. The, there we go, yeah. sorry. User so, experience, um, yeah. User experience, thank you. My goodness. <laughs> so, <laughs> good word. Um, uh, which is all well and good. Uh, but that's why, you know, sometimes it did veer the question towards, you know, data privacy and and those kind of things, which he, which he touched on. Um, yeah, it was, it was a good conversation. Yes. So the information for Quentin, where you can follow him on social media is in the podcast description on your, uh, I guess, listening uh, app of choice, whether it's Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, grab his information on there, make sure and follow him on social media. We always say that a like, a follow, a listen, every single bit of, uh, you know, support counts, no matter what it is that you can do. Now, speaking of giving someone some support, the ZZ Talk podcast, Zeno, you're back with an episode, which is awesome. But in between time, you do have an archive of information. Where can people listen to the ZZ Talk podcast and watch? Um, I believe the ZZ Talk podcast is still out there somewhere on uh, Spotify. If you search for the ZZ Talk, I think it's the ZZ Talk show or the ZZ Talk podcast. Yeah. Uh, search for one of those. And if you type in uh, Zeno, Z-I-N-O, uh, or Zeus. Uh, so ZZ Talk Podcast, and then you type in Zeno, you should find me. Same thing with YouTube. Uh, and YouTube is just ZZ Talk. Uh, so if you type ZZ Talk, Zeno, you should see it. Um, yeah, we've got a bunch of um, old episodes. We we started recording back in 2020. So there's, there's a lot in there. And they're excellent. Um, one of my favorite listens, um, you know, so definitely can't wait for y'all to be back on a regular basis, but um, <clears throat> definitely a lot of content out there for you guys to check out. And then to round it out for the radio show ATL, if you want to be a guest on the radio show ATL, just send us an email to radio show inbox at gmail.com, or you can send us a text 678-800-1677. So again, we had a great conversation with Quentin Carter about the Better Life app, but the dual users with that is that we got our man Zeno, who is always welcome here to hang out with us, you know. Always keep coming back, Zeno. And for the listeners and the people who watch and support the radio show ATL, we definitely appreciate it. We're going to keep dropping heat in 2023 and beyond. So, you know, once again, you know, thanks to Quentin. And um, we'll definitely be catching y'all next time. Hi, these are the guys from the ZZ Talk podcast. I'm Zeno. I'm Zeus. We are a podcast of two ordinary guys who talk about everything and anything, including sports, entertainment, politics. As well as an interview or two. Or five. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, Pandora, or wherever else you find your podcasts. That's the ZZ Talk Podcast. ZZ-Talk Podcast. Like and subscribe.
Hey, this is Alora Lovelight, and you're tuned in to the radio show ATL. Make sure to check out my latest single, Erodicy, and follow at It's the Radio Show on Instagram. If you want your music heard on the radio show, email the radio show inbox at gmail.com.